we could have been great. This is the budget. It's the best budget. There's going to be so much money to budget. <laughs> School choice. <laughs> No, they're not findings. They're two. They're no, they're not fine. 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 Sushi jackknife. 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 I tried. I tried everything in my bag of tricks. That's all that is in your bag of tricks yeah just making a just loud noise one into horrible the sound great great i great. have a very limited bag of no, tricks. how many times do i have to tell you that i don't give a fuck about basketball i mean you can tell me over and over but i'm still going to tell you that it's march madness yeah you know you know when you go outside and you just get a little bit twitchy today you, you know how that happened i thought that was DTs. that's the madness oh you got the madness Remember the old man from the um, Six Flag commercials? Yeah. I feel a lot like him. He had the madness. <laughs> he did, but... His was a different kind <laughs> of madness. It was a special kind of madness. Ooh, I like that. What? A special kind of madness. I like that. Okay. Sounds like a paperback title. It, Doesn't it? It sounds like a book that I would see in an airport and then immediately right. ignore. You would disregard it. Because it's $18 and it's worth 2 <laughs> Every book in an airport is 18, 18 plus. Is that true? I've it seems noticed, like it. I've never noticed that. I don't fly much, as you know. You know how people say that a, that book's not worth the paper it's printed on? Yeah. I bet the price to actually print a book on paper is not that not that high. It's, it's not. So it's, so it's actually quite the insult. Yeah. <laughs> is that how that breaks down? Yeah. It's actually, it works out exactly like the people who are saying it would like it to work out. Okay. I'm glad we unraveled that expression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, and um, I don't have any alcohol. I'm drinking a Diet Coke. I'm tired, and I have water. Still water. I like water. It's good for you. You like water, but you like it in a way that's sort of, you know, annoying. I, how so? I don't know. You just like it so much. You just keep mm. sipping it. Yeah. See, that's annoying. Refreshing. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't understand. And it alienates the listener. Mm. Yeah, see? I can't help like, it. It's, what, what are you doing? It quenches your thirst, and that's the sound of my <laughs> thirst being quenched. Do you have an esophageal mm. vagina? Is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's a medical condition. Yeah. Don't make fun of it. There's a row of clitoride down your throat. Microaggression. Microaggression. <laughs> How can I upgrade this microaggression to a maxi-aggression? I don't know. I'm still not even sure what a microaggression is. I mean, I kind of know what it is. I, I mostly know that it's even a thing because of obnoxious right-wing people complaining that people say microaggression <laughs> yeah like all liberals are just walking around going mm-hmm. all the time and we all do we that and really then go to that. a safe place yeah i don't know where what, are all these liberal safe places by the way i don't know where are they I besides college campuses we know they're there I, where else are they I, I coffee shops i assume every coffee shop is a safe place for a liberal not if it sells the wall street journal fair thank you every 
every coffee shop where there's a barista that has a handlebar mustache. I don't know about that. I don't know if I feel comfortable. That makes me feel, that's a microaggression. Reminds me of motorcycles. Had a friend, got killed in a motorcycle accident. Microaggression. How does that remind you of motorcycles? Handlebars. Mmm. And a lot of bikers have handlebars. Mm. See, there you, there you go again. Yeah. There you go. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Hi, everybody. <laughs> In our ongoing conversation that ongoes. Yeah. We've been ongoing, and it will continue to go on. If you haven't realized it yet, if you start at episode one... That, that adds up. We just way. pick up every thread... You know, and it's just one long. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we actually had been smart enough to do that? Yeah, that's what makes us not like. You could just seamlessly listen all the way through the entire canon. Yeah, that, that's what. But we didn't do anything. No, no, no. That's what separates us from you know lots of other podcasts. We we could have been great. Yeah, we could have been great. It was a there was a glimmering, hope. and now we're just hoping for okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good motto. <laughs> hoping for okay. Dream big, dream big. In the news this week, <laughs> um, Santa Claus came to town. Oh. If Santa Claus was um, oh, orange and evil, so. Paunchy. I've been trying to figure out, um, yeah. with the Fuhrer being in town, yeah. getting to visit his hero Andrew Jackson's grave, <laughs> uh, and then getting to speak to a crowd of people. Right. On the same day that his second travel ban dropped, got, <laughs> met its maker. Yes. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Hawaii and Minnesota, was it? I, I think that's correct. Yes. Uh, Maryland. Um, right. Thank you, Hawaii and Maryland. I've been trying to figure out how that day stacks up for him. Like, was it overall a good day? Yeah. Or was it a bad day? Or right. somewhere in between? Because you know he wanted to visit Andrew Jackson's grave. Sure. If Andrew Jackson was alive, he'd make sweet love to him. <laughs> he loves Andrew Jackson so much. Who would make sweet love to him? Well, I think it'd be Andrew Jackson would want to shoot you with a musket if you tried to enter him. That seems correct. You think? That seems correct. Yeah. Unless you're Donald Trump, the logical successor to what he was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Jackson, I don't know if you guys remember, but he's the guy who was responsible for the Trail of Tears, mm -hmm. among other things. I've never honestly figured out why people, because there are people who like him. Who venerate him. Yeah. 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 Isn't he getting kicked off the $20 bill? Well, I mean, he was. He was, and he's not anymore? Well, I, you know who's not president anymore. Oh, I wait. Don't know, I don't was... know if it's actually happening or not. Okay. But I'm We assuming... were going to get a Harriet Tubman $20 bill, right? Yeah, I'm assuming that if um, the Angry Orange has anything to do with it, he, he will put Andrew Jackson on all of the bills... <laughs> Making them indiscernible it, from each it will, other. It will be the caricature that he has on the tramp stamp that he got put on his lower back <laughs> during the campaign. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard he finished that tattoo off while he was in town here. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Steve Bannon suggested it. He suggests everything. 
Donaldson. Yeah, um, he was in town. Uh, rightfully, there were about 2,500 protesters. And the mm-hmm. auditorium, which is the municipal auditorium here in Nashville, um, was only half full uh, almost right before he started. And they actually extended um, the start time by about half an hour. To you, let, you know what's really fun about that? Come in. I had to do it on yeah. the way home. I had to listen to uh, my friendly neighborhood lunatic Phil Valentine on the radio. <laughs> One of these days he's going to find out that I've talked about him and be very unhappy about this. I think you're right. But um, they had a reporter there, and that reporter reported that there were hordes of people waiting to get in, and that they were saying they were going to have to turn people away. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Alternative fact? Alternative fact. Alternative fact. We can call it, yeah. (laughs) the municipal auditorium, by the way, is the same place where like the Nashville Roller Derby takes place. The two events are on par with one another. No, that's not true. <laughs> People really like the roller derby. <laughs> so yeah, about twenty five hundred protesters. Uh, I'm reading from the Tennessean here, okay, which is the shitty newspaper we have here in town. Why? Why do you hate the Tennessean? It's just not. What has the Tennessean done to you? It's just not very good. Um. Although the crowd appeared largely peaceful, Metro Police said that two people were cited. A man for shoving someone. Whoa. And a woman for fighting in line. Now, what kind of fighting? It doesn't say. Like... See, that's my problem with the Tennessee. fighting? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they just report the facts that they have. Police did not say whether they were protesters or supporters. Uh, I would bet the one in line was probably a supporter... Because I'm betting most of the protesters didn't want to go inside. <laughs> Therefore, they wouldn't be in right. the line. Uh-huh. Logical reasoning. She probably was upset. Also, the Metro Police, among other things, they accosted a group of Fisk University students. Fisk University, a historically black college here in town. Mm-hmm. So, Metro Police accosted a group of black kids for standing. For standing on the sidewalk. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. I would, uh, I would like to hear the police side of it. Not that I'm doubting the, the account there, but why? Why they wouldn't just because someone was standing there? They have to have an excuse in their mind. In their mind, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd like to know what the excuse yeah, was, whether it's a viable excuse or not. It might be a viable excuse. Um, let's see. Maybe uh, they were blocking a, an emergency exit. Among the maybe they were among the protesters was a retired first grade teacher, um, a sixty eight year old Vietnam vet said he was offended by Trump's remarks denigrating John McCain. It was a wide swath. It's a wide swath of protest, but that's good. Um, let's see what else. Oh, a hundred students from a local academy spent their lunch hour protesting Trump's visit. That's pretty good. Go kids. Uh, <laughs> this was this was kind of awful. At times, Trump supporters and opponents engaged in heated exchanges. Not surprised, given what we witnessed at the Women's March, mm-hmm. when a group of pastors protesting Trump. Pastors, wait, were 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 they the same pastors? No, these guys were protesting Trump. I know, but but was it the same group? They might still have an issue with Trump. The the the. You know, Trump's been pro-life, or I mean pro-choice. Yeah, 
That's true. It could be the same angry people. Maybe that we they just hate everyone. Met at the women's march. Uh, met, quote unquote. I, I'm not uh, a bearded man. When a group of pastors protesting Trump walked by a line of Trump supporters, they were drowned out by supporters singing God Bless America, while one Trump supporter threatened to fight them, thus encapsulating everything he's all about. Oh, that's not in there. I just put that in. I, You know what? I'm actually okay with the drowning him out with God Bless America. I can't be upset about that. They, uh, they, resu- they resurrected Lee Greenwood again to sing... To sing uh, Proud to be an American. Lee Greenwood, Donald Trump is the best thing that's ever yeah, happened to Lee Greenwood. Right. A resurgence in his career. Lee Greenwood, there are two things he loves. He loves Fourth of July fireworks shows. That's right. And he loves Donald Trump. <laughs> um, did you hear about the one uh, protester who interrupted the rally? This was uh, a rally, by the way. Yes, I, I heard briefly about it. Um, she was holding up a banner proclaiming improve Medicare for all. She is a physician. Her name is Carol Paris. Uh, she interrupted Trump during his speech calling for improved Medicare. Uh, he said one person, he said as security confronted her, and that will be the story tomorrow. And hey, look, it's the story tomorrow. Yay. Well, actually, you know what? That was not the story the next day. No, you're right. It's not In the fact, lead story. none of this rally was the story. Nope, nope, The story nope. was, still, he's a lunatic. That's right. And he still believes in wiretapping. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, that one person was Dr. Carol Paris. She is a current president of the National Organization of Physicians for a National Health Program. Um, da, 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 there was something. Um, she wrote a letter to the president weeks ago asking for a meeting to discuss health care reform. She never got a response. Shocking. <laughs> Um, do you think I could ask for a meeting with Trump? I think you could. Like, would he actually do it? I don't have a specific issue I want to discuss. You just want to sit down. I just want to be near him. Yeah, for a little I while. I want to experience it. <laughs> and then <laughs> then I can uh, go home. You can move on with your life. Knowing that I encountered evil yeah. and I made it out alive. You life. faced it down. Face it down. This is the thing that really struck me out of this article. This is again from the Tennessean. Um, before the rally, an announcement over the arena's public address system asked attendees, asked attendees, supporters, to shout down protesters, but not to touch them and let the police take care of them. They asked, they told them to they they act actively encouraged them to shout down protesters during the rally. Interesting. I mean, they didn't have to tell him. They would have done it anyway. That's kind of the point, it's right? Like happen. they would have done it, but the fact that they were encouraging that, I thought was pretty, uh, pretty gross. Yeah. I mean, the 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 other option is if there are protesters, just like turn her back and ignore them. See, that would be nice. That that that's not going to happen. No, but it'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, right. Today, there is no venue where that would happen. <laughs> today we had the hard power budget, also known as the Make America Great Again budget, also known as the MAGA budget. I'm going to call it the MAGA. MAGA. Just makes me feel more like it's a Pokemon. MAGA. And not like a scary thing where lots yeah. of stuff is getting cut for more military money. Um, including all of the stuff that he said he's going to spend money on, like infrastructure. 
I believe so. Yeah, no, that's well, cut. That's no, getting cut? It's cut, yeah. That's getting cut? Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. I heard on the news today he was talking about infrastructure again. Uh, what to I the was, tune of a, a trillion dollars a year? That's what he said. Uh, what I have read is in the budget, that's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> So, which it can't be because what? How much is the budget? A budget. Um, let's see. I don't know if I have that number here. In front I, of me. I believe the budget was like two something trillion. Right. So a trillion of that would be. Yeah. Yeah. That's not happening. That's not happening. No. No. no Unless no, no, no. that's part of the dispense, uh, defense spending. Somehow. He he says uh, the blueprint was designed. I'm just gonna read this to the you. The blueprint was designed for Paul Ryan to ignore it. <laughs> I hope. I kind of hope that happens. I'm, I'm not a. Oh, Paul Ryan's gonna ignore the crap out of that. Sure, I'm sure he will. I Paul, mean, Paul Ryan is not going to be in favor of increasing spending anywhere. Right. This is a blueprint, by the way. This yeah. is not, you know. Well, that's because he can't do real math. <laughs> he just, like, wrote some numbers down and went, this one, man. And because it's a blueprint, they made sure it was in a little blue book. You can read the full text of it, by the way, on the NPR website. No, thanks. You can, though. No, I'm not going to do that. Just letting you know. Nah, I'm good. Just telling you what's happening in the world. I don't, I don't have it's any It's there interest. if you want to do it. Does Is it written, like, can you tell it's written by him? Um, if they want me to read the bills, uh-huh. I want it to be written by Donald Trump uh-huh. in his voice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I want it to say things like, this is the budget. It's the best budget. There's going to be so much money to budget. We're going to budget all, all the over. money. <laughs> all the money's going to be budgeted. And just like four paragraphs like that. And then, you know, a few bullet points. And that's it. Maybe some crayon drawings in the <laughs> margins. The Trump administration's new budget blueprint aims to quantify the president's nationalistic agenda in dollars and cents. This is from NPR. The plan released Thursday morning calls for significant increases in military and border security spending, along with corresponding cuts in many other parts of the government. The blueprint was designed, quote, to send a message to our allies and our potential adversaries that this is a strong power administration. Okay, said Budget Director Mark Mulvaney on Wednesday as he previewed the document in a briefing with reporters. Oh, they had reporters there. Oh, that was nice. Um, It also sends a clear message domestically. This administration is willing to make drastic, controversial cuts to fund that strong power message. That includes slashing spending on foreign aid and the environment, as well as long-standing programs aimed at boosting the arts and humanities, as well as the fortunes of the most vulnerable Americans. Fortunes. The question now is how much the Republican-controlled Congress will go along with that vision. As you've said, probably not a lot. No, not, not too much. And you know what's really fun about this? Still no one cares about any of it. Because all anyone wants to talk about <laughs> is the fact that, hey... Hey, there still is no proof. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> Where's that pudding? Where is so, that pudding? For those who live under a rock, of course, to recap quickly, yeah, uh, Donald do Trump tweeted that Barack Obama wiretapped Trump Tower. Uh-huh. And um, then last week spent the entire week avoiding talking to reporters because he knew they were going to ask about that. 
and he sent Correct. his mouthpieces out <laughs> to say, look, we think he'll be vindicated, blah, uh, blah, blah. Uh, and uh-huh. then yesterday, yesterday, uh, the bipartisan heads <laughs> of the intelligence yes. uh, group in the House Correct. had a press conference. They did. And they both said, yeah, no, that that didn't happen. So, <laughs> so, and then Paul Ryan today <laughs> said, "We've already talked about that. That didn't happen. We're not." Um, however, Sean Spicer <laughs> um, disagrees. I have uh, a little little clip here for okay. you. Great, great, great. And Sean Spicer was at his uh, his daily briefing. And got asked about it, because why would he not get asked about it? Oh, is that the meeting where he puts on his underwear? Uh, Yes. I mean, he might as well. It's just as important as what he actually does. So, (laughs) The findings, the bipartisan findings of the Senate Intelligence Committee. No, they're not findings. They're two. There's a statement out today. They have not begun this. As you know, yesterday, or two days ago, the Department of Justice asked for an additional week. So the statement clearly says that at this time, that they don't believe that. They have yet to go through the information. The Department of Justice, as you know, has not supplied this. But I've just read off to you, it's interesting, when the New York Times reports, hold on, hold on. Let's do the whole long answer. Thank you, appreciate it. So, are are you saying that the President still stands by his allegation that President Obama ordered wiretapping or surveillance of Trump Tower, despite the fact that the Senate Intelligence Committee says they see no That's, indication but, that it happened. But Does the president still you, stand no, by the first allegation? of all, he stands by it, but again, you're mischaracterizing what happened today. No, the Senate, no, no, I know, no, no. The, wow. Have you ever heard a person's blood pressure rise? <laughs> I didn't know it was an audible sound. <laughs> <laughs> I think I figured out the Sean Spicer formula. You take whatever the subject is in the mm-hmm. sentence which is the question you're being presented with, and you question the efficacy of that word, of the subject of the sentence. Yeah, that's his tactic. Kellyanne Conway's is to just go, I don't know, (laughs) and then make noises. So that clip goes on for about four more minutes. Incredible. (laughs) And Sean Spicer continues to yell until that reporter stops asking questions. (laughs) So he got what he wanted. No. Okay. Um... He stopped asking questions, so the CNN reporter next to him could then ask the same questions. And uh, Sean Spicer naturally reacted, you know, very, very calmly. With the pitch increasing ever so uh-huh, in his uh-huh. voice continually until his, his head is going to explode. It Really, there's going to be blood shooting out of his head. <laughs> his blood pressure is going to go so great... That it's just going to spray out. <laughs> Maybe out of his eyes. And Trump is going to see that on TV and go, that's big league. Yeah. <laughs> big league blood, blood pressure right that's there. That's why I hired him. That's why I hired him. He doesn't do anything halfway. Why don't you do that, Kellyanne? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I, I think he hates Kellyanne. I think, I, think, I think now. And I think Betsy DeVos has like a little, you know, those old school school desks mm-hmm. where you kind of slide in from one side. I think yeah. that's what her desk is like. Probably. You know, Probably. her $200 million 
desk because that's right. how much money she gave the it's Republicans. It's an old school desk, but it's um, it's diamond encrusted. Oh, yeah. Just everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's shiny. very shiny. Yeah. Very shiny. <laughs> and it flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> school choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't get over Kelly and Conway's feet. I'm just, every time I look at her now, I just think that everyone's like, yes. I I think that's just you. Yeah. I, know. I think that's just you. I mean, I'm like not that. obsessed with her feet. I'm just saying that I think everyone else is. You've brought it up twice now i know i think that you're obsessed with kelly and conway's feet. feet i've never seen her feet i'm, I'm a foot person i'm obsessed with kelly and conway's psyche because <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's gone i feel like she has she's just sinking into a shell of a human being yeah. she suppressed it to the point of no return yeah yeah i i feel bad for her and i feel like she needs rescue i do too Sean Spicer needs um, calm down pills. <laughs> Kellyanne needs extensive counseling uh-huh. and uh, coaching. She's going to have a book out in like 25 years. Definitely. Where she came back from all this and yeah. found herself. You know what I mean? You, no, here's what I think. She'll get fired partway through this term and then yeah. she'll have a book come out called, Hey, I worked for that idiot. Guess what happened? Yeah. That's just going to be the title. And everyone's <laughs> going to be like, okay. <laughs> cool, cool. New York Times bestseller. Cool. And, I mean, it's the failing New York Times, so you can't really trust them on their bestseller list, but... I know. It's so sad how every great, credible newspaper is failing these days. Um, So, what what I found very funny about the wiretapping thing... Yeah. ...is he had an interview this week on Fox News. He being Trump? Yes. Okay. With Tucker Carlson. Tucker. um, Who... I, I never realized it until I saw the clip of it is an incredibly punchable person. He's a turkey. Like, just the look on his face, <laughs> you're kind of like, I I kind of want to know what it feels like to hit you. <laughs> a little bit. Because I think it feels delicious. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I feel this way, but I'm enraged just by the sight of you. He also makes his own gravy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so, he, he was talking about the whole wiretapping incident. Uh-huh. And Tucker Carlson asked him where he got his information. And he said, I've been reading, which is a really reassuring thing wow. to hear from a president. <laughs> Gold star for you. I don't know. You remember Book It? Did you ever have Book It yeah, as a kid? Yeah, I did have Book It. Yeah. They need to institute like presidential Book It. Yeah. Like for everything he reads, he gets a sticker and then he can have a free personal pan pizza if he oh, gets enough man. stickers. I know. <laughs> Um, and so he was saying, I've been reading, I've been reading a lot of things. I read the New York Times and it it was then that I realized he got his information from an article from a news source he doesn't trust, supposedly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And the article was not about him being under surveillance. The article was about different techniques they can use to you know check in on people <laughs> okay so that was okay so, so that was the source that was it his, yeah 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 <laughs> i also heard that that um that story came about was it fox ran a story or was it breitbart um published the, a story Either, the, you know the chain was um one of my favorite 
conservative lunatic radio show host, uh, Mark Levin, quote, connected the dots. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. He looked at articles and by connecting the dots and knowing about the Obama holdovers, that's how he talks. Oh my he gets God. very upset. <laughs> He's like an angry conservative Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> uh, the Obama holdovers. Rah! He he connected all the dots to realize that you know they may have have been uh you know wiretapping him. So Breitbart then published a story off of this, mm. and then Donald Trump went. Someone was wiretapping me. Well, obviously that was Barack Obama, because no one else said that, just him. Okay, so even the original yeah. sources of the even, story, even Mark Levin, yeah, uh, never did said not, did not crow Bar- uh, Barack Obama's name. Uh, okay, <laughs> Barack Obama. It's it's um, it's really unbearable. Yeah, I recommend listening to Mark Levin at some point. Okay, just so you can know what pure pain <laughs> sounds like. It's like listening to a radio show host who is periodically passing a kidney stone while he's on the air <laughs> i was gonna say it sounds like he has a little a little angry man under the table who's just like whamming yeah. his balls with the, a hammer the last time i listened to him it was actually on the way home from recording this here podcast oh really? at one point well wow. and someone called in to dispute something he was saying uh-huh and his side of the conversation went i just want to know your facts where are you getting it? What are the what are the sources? If you can't tell me your sources, I can't know whether you're right. I'm done with you. Next. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I know that it seems like I may be exaggerating. I'm not. Yeah. That's exactly no, what no, it was like. I know, I know, I know. We should begin <laughs> to routinely call into these kinds of shows. We really should. I I I can't i can't do it it's too much well the reason is calling into those shows it doesn't matter if you have all the facts in the world yeah facts don't oh no we're not gonna make a point (laughs) to them just just call in we're just gonna annoy them well i mean that's easy to do yeah yeah all you have to do is call in and say i'm not sure about that and then they're immediately you're not sure about that (laughs) it's it's uh, it happens every so often. All right, question for you, and and this is just my ignorance here. Are there, are there liberal talk shows of the same ilk? No, I didn't think so. At one point, someone tried to do that. Okay, um, I believe Al Franken had a show. Mm. Uh, I know Mark Maron was on there. Okay, at one point, it failed miserably because liberals. Don't listen to talk radio. That's true. And this was before podcasts. Because we have FM. They, liberals didn't even listen to podcasts at that point. Mm. You might be able to do it now if you did it in podcast form. Okay. And I know there are a couple now podcasts. There's Pod Save America. Pod Save America? I haven't heard of that. I can't, I honestly can't listen to it. Okay. And it's not anything against them. But I have an issue with listening to things that just reinforce what i think yeah i don't like it Uh and that's i mean it's very one-sided 
So I I'm listening to it going, well, I think this already. I can't I can't listen to you. <laughs> so this show is I'm sorry. Not working for you either. No. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> oh man. The Mark Levin hurt me. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he does that. He does that like I think it's three hours. I think it's a three hour show. Good God. Daily. Well, I mean, if he's anything like Rush Limbaugh, it's yeah. just lots and lots of opioids. That's, That's how you get through something. That's like that. true. Just first of all, when you take that many opioids, you can't defecate. Well, that's definitely you can't. True. Yeah, yeah. So Rush Limbaugh—that's actually why he's so bloated. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> bunch of shit, and he's full of shit. Yeah, he's literally yeah full. It hasn't come out in years. Right, right. He's impacted beyond belief. <laughs> Uh, actually that's what the they, guy who talks about family values yeah can we can we just point that out again <laughs> we can, i love we can. that it's okay to point out over and over and over you know rush limbaugh doesn't even have a torso anymore they just sort of like chopped him from the middle down so that his organs just like drain into a thing i you know i honestly am not sure that rush limbaugh is even still a radio host I'm not either. I haven't heard anything. I think he is. I, I'm sure he is. I, I heard someone say something about him. He'll be on the radio, I'm sure, until the day he dies. Yeah, yeah. So, like, any time now. I actually know another person who does what you do, who is, a who is you know, well, you would call yourself a moderate. This guy... I'm a left-leaning moderate. Left-leaning moderate. This yes. guy would... This guy labeled himself as a Democrat. And he said, yeah, I like to go out there, and uh, he's a bus driver. I like to go out there and listen to... to uh, Rush Limbaugh every day. I'm a Democrat. I've been a Democrat for years, mm-hmm. but I like to listen to him because he's crazy. <laughs> I Rush Limbaugh. So I had to in college listen to a lot of Rush Limbaugh. You did because at my job, uh, my boss loved Rush Limbaugh. Ew. And then after Rush Limbaugh um, was uh, uh, Glenn Beck. Oh God! So I got to hear Glenn Beck. Too. Yeah. And I realized. That sometimes I might agree with Rush Limbaugh. Like, he may made, make a point, and I agree with him. Uh-huh. And then as the segment progresses, uh-huh. <laughs> like, at 30 seconds into it, after he made the point that I agree with, I'm like, well, I mean, that's a little, I don't know about that. Two minutes later, I'm off. I'm off. Yeah. I'm yeah. off the entire you- ride. I don't believe in <laughs> any of it anymore. He broke me. <laughs> you understand what he's really talking yeah. about now, it's, right? Yeah. So he would start with like a general yeah. Well, point. I mean, yeah, it would be it would be something about um, like uh, let's say immigration. We need to control illegal immigration. Uh-huh. I agree with that. We do need to control illegal immigration, and we should do it by enforcing our borders. Well, I don't know that that's really the best way to go about this immediately right. but okay and then from there it's wall blah <laughs> uh, okay and by the end of it he's like let's just set up like a firing squad yeah, yeah yeah well if we just uh we just put landmines all across all the border across the border yeah. no immigrants getting in <laughs> um so yeah it's not i mean that's how they operate that's and see, and see, that's the thing that worries me sometimes, honestly, is that there's this escalation on the right yeah. that everyone seems totally comfortable doing. Yeah. And 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 
on the left, we just won't go there. Well, you know, I'm actually getting worried because the left is becoming more that way. It's it's yeah, it's this whole thing has like like I've said before, there's no middle ground anymore. Right. So on the right side, you have if we don't pass this travel ban, every terrorist is going to come in and kill everyone. We're all dead. Yeah. But on the left, you have a lot of people going, if the travel ban gets passed, all civil liberty is gone for everyone forever. <laughs> right. Which, and it's, as horrible as it is, that is not the case. Right. Yeah. It's not. I mean, both of them are slippery slope arguments, which right. is, you know, a fallacy. And there's not a slippery slope most of the time. Yeah. So occasionally there is, but most of the time there is not that uh, nose candy slippery slope. That's a slippery slope. Yeah. No argument there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start with the nose candy kids. Uh, so it's, it's becoming that way on both sides. I don't like that. No, no. There's and, no and, rational behavior from the far left or the far right, right. And there's less in the middle anymore. <laughs> well, that's true. There's not a lot of middle left um, at all. Um, and if I, I don't know if you ask me, and I know I'm coming at this from very much a, a lefty point of view, very left, very yeah, yeah, far left, yeah. You're alt left. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm regular <laughs> left. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be alt anything. You're alt left. The only thing I want to be is alt rock. That's it. That's like alt right, right? Well. I mean, we do a lot of Nazi song covers. Yeah, but alt rock like, is white yeah. supremacist rock. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ted Nugent. Oh, um, no. Um, <laughs> fuck you, alt right, for claiming the word alternative, dicks. Um, I feel like the I feel like the right escalated it, right? Yeah. So it, it's I think it's their fault for for escalating things to the point of no of maybe I'm not saying no return, but to the point that we're at right now i would agree because the the the, while and it's almost like it's almost like i feel that's part of the reason the democrats lost a lot is because they they were trying to be not in all cases but overall they were trying to hold some middle ground you know what i mean there was Mm. you know i mean i feel like there's a lot of reasons they lost (laughs) there's a lot of reasons they lost but one is one is like no one's going to this extreme. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, th- th- maybe it's starting like you're saying. I mean, you do see something like, and I'm not calling this extreme, but uh, the uh, indivisible thing, the indivisible groups and stuff, yeah. they're explicitly taking tactics from that the Tea Party used yeah. against President Obama um, and, and trying to implement those, which yeah. I think in this case is obviously a good thing. But it is the same kind of like ramping up. You know well, what I mean? What what happened in my in my viewpoint is yeah. Barack Obama got elected. Yeah. And we can all agree it was a very positive message. Yes. He had. Extremely positive. Um, Hope and change. However, people don't like change. Yeah. They can ignore the hope part if, <laughs> if they don't like the change part. <laughs> right. Right. So then you had the Tea Party. Yeah. The Tea Party is a reaction. Uh, is a reaction catering to everyone's worst fears. Right. And by everyone, I mean everyone in their constituency. And of I, course. I mean, I don't, none of their worst fears are your like, worst fears. Yeah. yeah. Like if women get abortions, 
every baby's gonna get killed. That's not my worst fear. I don't have that's that. That's not fear. a fear at all. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they started winning the midterm elections, right? And now Donald Trump, right? Um. And what I what I feel like is happening with the groups, like you said, and even with like you hear Chuck Schumer talking, uh-huh. a lot of different people. It feels very much the same in the sense that it's no longer hope and change. It's this is going to kill everyone. Yeah. And it's so they're playing off all of the left fear. Yes. Which let's be fair. I mean, I feel I feel there's a lot of I'm not saying that the extremes are uh, founded, but there's plenty of things to be shocked and um and outraged oh, about there within this administration, is. yeah. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh-huh. it's four years. Yeah, I'm not. Let's hope. I'm not giving him a second yeah. term. No, no, no. Um. So I mean, I did. I did listen to a very interesting thing today. Um, was catching up on on point. And uh, there was this uh, former ambassador to Russia under under Obama. They're talking about how Putin got into power, right? Yeah. So the '90s were a period of you know chaos for Russia, Yeesh. and uh, people went along with having a, um, uh, a you know whatever you want to call them, an, an, uh, an lunatic, a lunatic. Ah, yes, uh, a strong <sighs> quote unquote strong leader lunatic. Um, in, with compromises to um, to their freedoms, right? Yeah. In exchange for stability, mm-hmm. right? They sort of that was the social contract they made yes. with uh, with Putin. When he got into power, of course, he like immediately shut down, you know, dissent and all of that. Yeah, and it's interesting to watch. It's like it's like, and I know he didn't because he's not that smart. But maybe the people working for him did. They sort of watched how how Putin came into power and what he did. And they are attempting the same strategy here, but it's not working because we're not Russia. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I mean, that's, and that's a thing that the, the lefty fear people yeah. <laughs> need to remember. Right. Is, yes, you do have to keep an eye on him. Yes, we should speak our minds, but... We're not an unstable government that can easily be, you know... I mean, it's going to take a lot of effort. To topple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the judiciary. The judiciary, and we said this before, has been kicking ass because they're one of the big defenses against these these attempts at abuses of power. You know what I mean? It's right there. The other thing is the people coming out and protesting. And, um, you know, we haven't seen anything happen much. I mean, we've people are trying to do things in congress but the the fact of the matter is there has to be some changeover in congress before you're going to see a lot of hard push well the democrats not to mention the democrats need to like yeah man up get their shit together yeah yeah hey (laughs) you you know what you know what's not gonna gonna win it if you just go no we aren't going to talk to that person (laughs) it's you know it's not it's not a good way to enact change (laughs) i take your point i take your point uh in other news this week 
Did you see this McDonald's tweet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Were you going to talk about this? You realize you have taken three of my quick hits. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. We'll still do them. All right. We'll still do them. <laughs> uh, so McDonald's tweeted this at 9.16 a.m. on March 16th. At real Donald Trump, you are actually a disgusting excuse of a president, and we would love to have at Barack Obama back. Also, you have tiny hands. <laughs> a post on McDonald's corporate Twitter account caused a stir Thursday morning, denigrating President Trump and calling for Barack Obama's return. Uh, it was only up for about 20 minutes. It was liked and retweeted more than a thousand times in that period. Wait. How did that stay up for 20 minutes? Stayed up for 20 minutes. I like that it says only 20 minutes, as if that's not a lifetime on the internet. That is forever <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. Um, <clears throat> an early message to McDonald's seeking comment wasn't immediately answered. More than an hour after the incident, more than an hour, the company said that its Twitter account had been compromised. Uh, but they deleted the tweet secured they this is what they said we deleted the tweet secured our account and are now investigating this um it drew a wide range of responses this is the great part um the tweet came as a significant departure on a corporate account that normally contents itself with marketing holidays marking holidays promoting mcdonald's outlets and informing investors about company strategy I assume someone decided to quit their social media job in style, reads one popular comment. <laughs> Others joke that perhaps the Hamburglar, <laughs> the McDonald's cartoon character, had infiltrated the company's social media division. <laughs> that seems right. <laughs> and some, assuming that the tweet would be short-lived, posted a web archives link to the message. You know what? It couldn't have been the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar would have been very opposed to the Obamas because uh, Michelle Obama was all about healthy eating. And the Hamburglar, as his name implies, is not about healthy eating. Yeah. Donald Trump, meanwhile, always eats hamburgers. Every time you hear a story about him talking with someone, it's like, they had hamburgers and Coke. Brr! Because, you know, he's an all-American. Little sea Coke. Yeah. Not big sea Coke. I, probably both. Yeah. <laughs> um, it it just occurred to me the hamburglar is the cookie monster of hamburgers. That's true. If you show the hamburglar a hamburger, mm -hmm. he has to steal it. If the two, if Cookie Monster and the hamburglar, yeah, were to hang out together, yeah, there would be a McDonald's just destroyed, and then they'd head to an Otis Funkmeyer. <laughs> It's all gone. Everything's gone. I could see them in a recovery room together. Like group therapy. Can you can you OD on those things? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name is Hamburglar. I've been clean you know, and sober. This is a marketing idea for for uh, McDonald's here. All right. Lay it out. Um introducing new salads. Okay. The Hamburglar in his uh, HA meeting. Yes. Hamburgers Anonymous. Uh, stands up. Ha. Yeah. And announces that he is an addict. And then he eats a salad because that's all he can have anymore. I like it. It's I, a good commercial. I idea. have an alternative yeah. uh, proposal. And it's a synergistic proposal. Okay. All right. What goes better? What goes 
better with anything than anything in the world with hamburgers. Ice cream. You know how Ben and Jerry's has these core ice creams? You get a caramel core, you get a cookie core. I propose hamburger core ice cream. What? Ben and Jerry's hamburger core. Ice cream goes with hamburgers? Yeah! What? Because that made my point. Okay. Yeah, I was using Trumpian logic there. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> There's no hamburger core ice cream, you smucks. That, you that mutants. Was, that was an alternative fact. It was. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Though I don't. Have you ever had one of the core ice creams? Yeah, they're not very good. No, I don't like them. Um, we got we tried one that had a peanut butter core. Yeah, and I was just like, this is a really big hunk of hard peanut butter stuff. Yep, yep. it's the same way with all the other ones. Well, that's really cool. It's like it's like no, I I bought this so I didn't have to stir anything. Yeah, that's how I feel about. We've covered this extensively. That's how I feel about peanut butter that you have to stir. Yeah. I buy it so I don't have to stir mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, how do you feel about yogurt you have to stir? Eh, not such a big deal. It's not as thick as peanut butter. You can get a spoon through But there. would you rather have yogurt that yeah. is already stirred? Of course I would. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with you. Well, you shouldn't because yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we came together on something. That was nice. It finally happened. See? People, there is compromise. There is space. Yep. There is a middle. So I guess we're done with the podcast forever now. Yeah, we that, finally hit our yeah, goal. <laughs> we did, yeah. We, uh... It took this many episodes, but we agreed on something. <laughs> oh. There's just no show anymore. Hit me. Hit me. All right, quick hits. Quick hit me. Even though you've already ruined all of them. <sighs> Fuck. The music is, um... Is it playing? It's playing right now. Because I need it to play. It, it's okay. going. You never trust me. No. About the music playing. No. But I'm here to tell you that I always put it in without fail. Like it's on now. It's on right now. How, how does it sound? It's fine. It's not great. <laughs> Is it turned up enough? Yeah. No. It's it's up enough. It's just there's just not a lot to it. It's right. not. I didn't write Tchaikovsky. I just. Well, I don't want that behind. A program. I know you don't. That's, That's I not appropriate for I, this. I understand that. I understand that. You have to trust me just a little. Is it still playing? Yeah. Okay. Until you... Yeah. So yesterday, Donald Trump paid homage to Andrew Jackson at the Hermitage. Who would you rather have in the White House? Andrew Jackson's decomposed carcass or Steve Bannon's decomposing carcass? Ooh. Ooh. This is me saying that he looks like he's a uh, a body that was pulled out of a river. <laughs> he really does. So it looks like he swallowed a lot of river water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a frog in each cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So zombie Andrew Jackson. Zombie Andrew Jackson. That over half zombie. Oh yeah, Steve Bannon. I don't want him anywhere near it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Under the budget blueprint yeah. released by Donald Trump, all funding to the uh, corporation of public broadcasting would be cut. Oh. All of it. No funding left. If it comes to it, what is a second job Daniel Tiger could possibly get to make ends meet? <laughs> I'm assuming 
he'd immediately head to Uber. <laughs> no, the trolley drives. Do you know that about Daniel Tiger? I don't. I don't know the anything trolley. about Daniel Tiger. The, the, okay, here's the world of Daniel Tiger. I just stick with me here. Okay. One reason everyone is always happy and fulfilled on that show is they have free transportation everywhere they go. Uh-huh. All they have to do is step outside their door and call for trolley. Right. So and you're saying that the robot stole his job? Never any money changes hands. So how is he going to make a living? Well, you know, his dad works at a clock factory. So he I could think go into the family Daniel business. Daniel Tiger could work at the clock factory. He'll go into the family business. He could make smaller clocks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as previously discussed, McDonald's Twitter account tweeted, At real Donald Trump, you are actually a disgusting excuse of a president, and we would love to have Barack Obama back. Also, you have tiny hands. Yes. Obviously, McDonald's referring to anything or anyone as disgusting is a case of the pot calling the kettle black. Uh-huh. <laughs> what item would you say is the Donald Trump of the McDonald's menu? Oh. Oh, man. Do, do, you, remember, do you remember when they had... This is just a memory, and then I'll give you my real answer. Okay. Do you remember when they had the salads that came in a cup, and you would pour the dressing? I, I vaguely remember You vaguely this, remember yes. this? And you would shake up the cup? Yeah, that was a weird choice. It was in like a milkshake cup, yeah. so yeah. you had a... I My theory on that disgusting. is... Disgusting. They just had a lot of extra cups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donald Trump is a bag of uh, uh, decomposing urinated on Big Macs. See, my my thought was um, the the two for five dollar McRibs, two of them, <laughs> but a week and a half after the promotion ended, and there are no more McRibs. Oh, they're the last McRibs. Yeah, they're like the leftover McRibs Whoa. that no one wants. They're I don't know just, that no one wants them. They're disgusting. Someone wants them. McRibs are terrible. Uh, you can sell a McRib on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, yeah. to raise awareness of the decreasing bee population, Honey Nut Cheerios pulled their mascot off of their boxes. It's a bee. Oh, I'm aware. I knew nothing about this until I saw it on CNN. <laughs> Meaning, it's not wildly effective. Um... <laughs> Name three better ways for Honey Nut Cheerios to help bees instead of removing a picture of a cartoon bee from their box. I don't even understand why that would be helping at all. Like to he's... draw awareness to it. Oh, just to say, like, he's gone. Yeah. He died with the it's, rest of the bees. It's like, you know how the Susan G. Komen thing yeah. isn't isn't for raising money to research breast cancer. It's for breast cancer awareness awareness yeah this yeah. is for <laughs> honeybee extinction awareness okay well that's actually a good cause is it yeah it's important okay but yeah. but through this what are three better ways it's not hard to come up with they three could better have ways. stopped using honey and the honey nut cheerios that's all three of them that's all three <laughs> of the better ways <laughs> they could pay they could give a you know what? Honey Nut Cheerios is about a dollar more a box than it should be. Yeah. I understand that it's a very good cereal. And I, I'm fine paying what it's worth. They could take a dollar off of every box and donate it to save the bees. Right. Um, the other thing they could do is they could set up a program where bees can go on the corner and sell papers about bee awareness and bee depletion issues. I'd read that. Yeah. How much would that paper cost? It'd be a dollar. Oh, I, I, don't, have, I don't have any cash. 
Well, you don't have to have cash. We also take Bitcoin. I, d- and I don't. Bitcoin. No. It's <laughs> the best joke I've ever told. What has happened here? <laughs> By the way, the B thing is actually scary. Well, I, yes, I, it is. I, I heard that. Uh, I tried to like bioengineer some bees or something yeah. to uh, help with that. And I also heard today that there was some extreme bleaching that happened on the Great Barrier Reef, and it's uh, it's due to uh, climate change. It's due to the oceans rising in temperature, and it's going to happen again. And uh, so basically, there may be no Great Barrier Reef someday. Well, this got real cheery. I'm just saying. Just this got saying. real cheery. And in response to that, you know... I think that Pixar should remove Finding Nemo from uh-huh. all the Nemo movies, just to raise awareness. Just remove Nemo from yeah. Nemo? Yeah. From finding Nemo. nothing. Yeah. Just yeah. finding. Just, yeah, finding. Just finding. Yeah. I like that. See, it's conceptual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his dad never has to leave the anemone. Yeah. He never has to meet the sea turtles. He never hangs out with Ellen DeGeneres fish. Which is fine. Yeah. The sequel goes away. You can still find Dory, but there's no Finding Nemo. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen the sequel. Neither have I. I don't have any interest. Eh. It was. It didn't need a sequel. It's always more fun when they call sequels squeakles. I think that was the case for like a, a Chipmunks movie or something. Yes. It's it the squeakquel. It, it, Alvin have and the, the Chipmunks, the squeakquel. Have the Chipmunks ever been good? Uh, are you kidding? Have they ever been good? Yeah, absolutely. You ever heard those Christmas songs? I mean that, but after that. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, all the television and film, all the... You have to imagine millions, millions of dollars that have gone into Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. For what? That's... For what? To make no children of dollars. No children care. No, I, no kid is running around thinking that's their favorite thing. Oh, I bet you... I bet you there are. No. Oh, I bet you if they are. are. They're in Uruguay, and they don't matter. Wow, that's a real America <laughs> first message right there. There we go. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. <laughs> Doing it. This is a postscript. Thank you. Local restaurant smoking thighs for following us. I don't know if you know who we are or if it was a rando they didn't follow. Pay for this ad. It's not an ad. They, I've never eaten there. They, you've never eaten. I've there? never eaten. It's there. actually very good. That's not an endorsement <laughs> of their restaurant. However, they didn't pay me. If you want us to do one, we'll do it. Just saying, putting that out there, smoking thighs. Thanks a lot. Oh, and by the way, you can buy the song I made out of you and I saying logically illogical. Thanks for the inspiration, Nebraska Roy. We have a Bandcamp page. So go to Bandcamp, search Sushi Jackknife, and you can buy that if you want to. How much? That's a dollar. Sounds like a great use it's of a dollar. It's just as much as those Bumblebee papers. There we go. Choose choose your issue. <laughs> Our podcast or Saving Bumblebees? It's your choice. I, I think we know which one's most worthy. Line in the sand. Mm-hmm.
Thank you.